0: There's only 24 hours in a day I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way That I could know just what I want to listen to There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through Welcome
2: to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel, and thanks for sticking with us uh, even through a week off. Sorry for the missed episode last week. I What can I say? Our, my babies do not understand that, that I have a podcast to record.
1: Or that they shouldn't get sick.
2: Indeed, man. But we are back with a vengeance, my friends, and this week we're going to be discussing the Last Gentleman
1: podcast. Yeah, and you know what, Joel? I was... I was... Pretty bummed out when we couldn't...
0: At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something
1: that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Ah!
0: Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.
1: Record last week, but a little thankful too, because I've had time to really reflect on what it is we do in the studio. Well, look at that. Okay, so whenever you look at... The nature of what we want to accomplish, right? And that is to expose new listeners Mm -hmm. to a plethora, a cornucopia, the world of podcasting, as we say in the intro. And the way that we've chosen to go about doing it is we listen to three episodes of a podcast. And then we give our rating, uh, our opinions, uh, our thoughts, our feelings on that podcast as a whole.
2: Trying to do so even maybe with a flavor of the show,
1: Right. But that's but that's the convention that we've chosen to do it in. And and this podcast that we're reviewing tonight in particular, it seems a weird way to go. But it's a very ambitious way to go about reviewing a podcast, because what you find is that a podcast in episode one may not be the same podcast as episode 20. And that form of podcast may not be the same as episode 40. Even though it's the same podcast, the same title, things evolve, things change, people grow. That's a really great way to put it. And I we have discussed before
2: with individual shows that we've reviewed this is a show that really changes through the course of its history so far. Like you in particular almost always go back and listen to the first episode. And so you've got that context a lot of times. And I'm thinking specific examples, like the Martha and Eric podcast, yeah. you talked about how that yeah. grew. Right. For instance, we've talked about how other shows have evolved a little bit from one specific direction to maybe a broader one or, or from a broader direction to a very specific niche.
1: Right, just like the, the Bionic, Bionic Broadcast. Broadcast. Yeah, yes. that's what it is. The Bionic Broadcast. You can You can hear what their passions are like and it's just trying to get them like hey you guys are great at this just do this yeah
2: i do think one thing that i appreciate about us is that we review shows that have super high distribution and then shows that are very small audience shows comparatively anyway, and we mm-hmm. review those shows mm-hmm. in a very similar fashion. We look at them on even ground because that's the way they are presented in the podcast apps or in iTunes, for instance.
1: Right, but in the way that we do it, we have to brush with very broad strokes. Yes. Right. That's it would true. be as if it would be as if we just took three pieces of Shakespeare. Let's say we pull a sonnet and let's say we we do two plays.
2: Uh, a sonnet, is, Romeo and Juliet, and Twelfth Night.
1: There we go. And that is all we get to listen to. And that is all we get to read before we have to explain Shakespeare to someone. That's a very ambitious goal, man. It's it's very ambitious. And currently, I feel like it a little outreaches our talents.
2: Uh, can I defend us a moment? Oh, sure, it's sure. It's more like... If you chose a sonnet, a tragedy, and a comedy, I chose a different sonnet, a different tragedy, and a different comedy, and then we together wrote uh, a paper about Shakespeare to explain it to somebody or, or gave a, a talk to explain Shakespeare to somebody. I think it's closer to that. And we, try to, and try we to
1: explain a... the breadth and depth of Shakespeare. Well, but at least,
2: in, at least in six episodes because you and I don't listen to the same three. Rarely. It rarely do we do we have crossover, at least of all three. So I feel like we do a pretty good job of triangulation. In those cases where there has been tremendous growth or change, I think generally we see that and we discuss it. But again, as our comment section will prove to you on our website, podonpod.com, or our reviews, for instance, in iTunes will prove to you, many, many people disagree with my opinion on that. <laughs> okay. So now, do you think perhaps that we should talk about the actual podcast that we're discussing this week?
1: Yeah, that was just something like in in what we do. You wanted to
2: couch it a little bit. Yeah. All right. So this week's show is called The Last Gentleman, and this was actually suggested to us by several people. As a matter of fact, we got a kind of a flood of emails just a couple of weeks ago, which is why this uh, has been moved up in the schedule a bit. But I'm going to read this email from Kara. She says, hello. First off, I want to say that I found the pod after the shout out you got from Stuff You Should Know. You guys have a great show, great concept, and I've loved every episode. I have one show that is a must for you guys to review, and it's a show that's recorded here in Toronto. So I'm assuming this late. She's a canadian herself where i am from oh there you go she gave it away uh it's called the last gentleman podcast this show is amazing easily my favorite podcast to date hopefully i'm not the only one to suggest this show even with listener appreciation month complete i hope you guys get to this show soon they have a unique chemistry and are growing very quickly more and more people i know listen to these guys they just had adam carolla himself call in on the most recent episode so it shows they are the real deal thanks again for the quality work you do uh, I did listen to that Adam Carolla I episode. Uh, I also listened to episodes twenty nine and episode forty. Those are the three episodes I, I listened I heard. to.
1: The first episode. Mm-hmm. I listened to the Adam Carolla episode. I listened to the Miss Pat episode. And I listened to another – because Adam Carolla and Miss Pat were f- further on.
2: Yeah, those are um, some of the most recent ones.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Travis, uh, the producer, actually wrote in with some suggestions for us to check out. And also he kind of – he gave some bullet points on his thoughts on the show that I thought were pretty – pretty
2: close. He did. Travis, and we appreciate Travis, first of all, for for reaching out to us and and discussing it at all. First of all, nobody's ever reviewed me other than, uh, again, uh, those folks in iTunes, and I don't know exactly who they are, so it's a little easier to to take them with a grain of salt. But I know it must be a little bit of a nerve-wracking experience, especially these guys. They've had it hanging over their heads for two weeks now. But, first of all, let's tell you, if you're new to Pod on Pod, we're way into this thing, and you're like, what do you guys even do? (laughs) We break down a podcast with four criteria. Every week We talk about a different show for you, and we talk about audio quality, we talk about host likability, we talk about the content itself, and we talk about production values too. You'll get an idea of whether this is a show that you want to go and do some more research on your own, and we definitely suggest that you do. You can find this show, for instance. You can find these guys at thelastgentlemanpodcast.com. They've got uh, new podcasts every Sunday. Who are they, Josh? Who are our hosts for this show? Kevin. Uh, Kevin. Kevin doesn't
1: have a last name. Kevin has many names.
2: Yeah. Kevin, Kevin uh, likes to keep his anonymity. And as soon as I heard that in the show, I couldn't help but chuckle I know. because I, I know this guy that used to do a podcast with me as the other guy. Uh, and it's you. You, you used to maintain your anonymity online.
1: Yeah. So I have, I have some insight on, on trying to do a podcast. Anonymously for work reasons, and the other guy is Jay
2: Brody. Uh, he is a co-host on Sirius yep. FM. Is that only available in Canada? I don't have Sirius FM, so I don't know. Is that only available I in don't Canada? Have Did you try FM to either. look at you? There we go. So we're worthless on this issue. But he is a, a stand-up comic. Uh, as is uh, Kevin. Is isn't that correct? Isn't he a comedian as well? No, I'm wrong.
1: Um well he has a comedy podcast. There you go. He's got a so he's a little bit of a com
2: he's a funny guy, I'll tell you that. Anyway, uh they are both from Toronto. They are in Canada or they live in Toronto now anyway. So these are Canadians and this is a Canadian podcast. If you have a Canadian bias, now's the time to step off the train.
1: I love Canadians.
2: <laughs> I do too. I also like that we have apparently quite a little following in Toronto. We've reviewed some other Canadian podcasts before. In particular, I know the Faculty of Horror is a, a Canadian podcast, uh, and uh, so I'm I assuming some of that audience was built off of those things. Apparently, stuff you should know is pretty big in 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 uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: north of the border as yeah. well. So
1: there's a couple of um a couple of issues that I have with the show right off just the type of show it is. Joel, what would you say is the most overcrowded genre of podcasting?
2: Two white guys talking to each other about the daily events of their lives, uh, random news headlines, and the odd humorous thing that comes up to them.
1: So early in this podcast's blooming career, um, it does very little to differentiate itself from any of those other ones. I Other than their opinions, yes. which is going to be different than everybody else's, obviously, it's still the same type of show as literally hundreds that are out there.
2: There's nothing inherently wrong with that concept. I'm not why saying there
1: is. Our people, wouldn't, our people wouldn't be doing it by the droves.
2: Sure. You and I fall into lots of those categories, at least. And our first podcast was exactly that. Yes.
1: A hundred percent it was. And, and whenever I come across one of these, I often look at it from the, from the point of view of this show will evolve. What is it going to evolve to? Does it eventually get there? Or do I have a suggestion for a direction for it to go to? Because you can't, you can't uh, sit around and muddle around in in that quagmire for very long, and and keep things interesting. You can't.
2: Are you looking to become Johnny Poddleseed? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> you
2: gotta, you gotta plant little little yeah. pod seeds all over the uh, the world.
1: Yeah. So that was one. That was that was an issue for me to get over from the start. Okay. The second is um, the issue of Kevin. I've done what he's doing, and here's a couple issues that I had with it. So I'm sure that he probably struggles with the same thing. The second that you do a podcast and you are not allowed to be yourself for whatever reason, already you're becoming a character. Yeah, it's hard not – it is almost impossible to not.
2: This was something – Especially towards the end of our old yeah. podcast that you had a, a, a more and more of an increasing problem with. You and I would talk about it off the air. Like, I struggled with it. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know where to go a- except for the places that it feels like you should go. You end up feeling bad about it afterwards. Like, that's not what
1: I want to say. Right. So generally what, 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 hap- what I did was I kind of took on more of like what my persona was or how I was in college. Right. Which isn't who I grew to be. But those aren't necessarily my views. And I found myself either trying to be extreme one way or extreme the other, whether that's the way that I felt. I try to be polarizing. And and you're constantly trying to push the envelope. And in doing that, uh, you take a lot of the you out of it, which is what people want to hear when they listen to a podcast. They want to hear the you.
2: So we've already sort of talked a, a little bit about content, but but I, we're bleeding right into host likability. So that's where we're going to start our our real meat and and potatoes discussion of this podcast right here. But I think what you're saying as we go into host likability, I think what you're saying because of the nature of this show, because of his choice, Kevin's choice to be anonymous, going by the the random last name every time not connecting it to any online personality right. not having to quote-unquote own any of his statements or ideas right. that he's pushing himself to be a more combative and a less likable host naturally right
1: it's going to happen it, yeah because you once you take your identity out of it and that's essentially what you're doing when you're anonymous when you take your identity out of it you take that id out something's going to fill it and it's going to become a caricature of what you think that host should do, well, especially in a in a setup
2: where you and I are trying to entertain whoever's listening to this right. thing, yes. And you push.
1: You push real hard.
2: Yes, and it's all. It's not like it's scripted. So this is extemporaneous. Right. Contem- it's extemporaneous. We, it was just off the top of our heads. And so if you say a thing, of course I will say whatever is most interesting to be in response to that, even if it's outlandish and and perhaps offensive. And I'm not saying that's there, a there good are... good call on your part. And
1: I'm not saying there aren't people out there that can't be fabulous at it. I wasn't one of those people. I couldn't do it. And it, and it just seems like as I listened to through the progression of this show whether he's realized it or not, it seems like that's an issue for Kevin too.
2: When did Travis come in exactly? I'm not sh- Do you know? Well, yeah, I'm neither one sure. of us heard that episode in particular, so we're not positive, but there there was a definite difference that is made by having the third party involved. And I I mean I we can Pat Travis on the back specifically. I'm not saying that the two guys weren't doing a good job without him, but you and I would benefit I think in the same way, oh tremendously,
1: by having just one more head to to look at things. So I'm it's I'm not saying that Kevin's tone or point of view changed, but the bombasticness of it did. Like early on it was like, there's some heinous stuff coming out in it that that I, I think was an attempt to be funny but may have crossed a line or may not have come off the way that he wanted it to.
2: I didn't even really consider the anonymity considered to, like, the offensive comedy and stuff necessarily. And by the way, we haven't mentioned it, but I should say this show is an, ex, uh, an explicit podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think that went without saying when we were talking about things kind of over the line in offensive comedy, for instance. But – Going back over it in my head, the the things that I actually was like, oh wow, I can't believe they said that. It was almost always Kevin that did it, not Jay, even though Jay was stumbling into the same offensive com- comedic ideas and stuff. But the the really over the line statements, the ones that I, that even I was taken aback at from time to time, they were almost always from Kevin. I didn't really think about yeah, it. Yeah, well, because whenever,
1: right. uh, whenever you look at okay, it, whenever you look, okay, first it is always h- well not hard. I just I'm gonna do it every every ep- every Every podcast that I listen to that have two male hosts, I always think, which one is Joel and which one is me? And in this case, it was very obvious that I was Kevin. And the dynamic is you're going to have a straight man that tries to keep things on track, and then you're going to have the clown. Sure. Those two personas are generally going to be the two that are there. Having not heard the – uh, a serious show that
2: Jay is a is a member of i'm going to assume that he is the humorous and hilarious sidekick on that show
1: really yes
2: i bet he is a a a smaller part of the show and maybe even like the full-time side. He's taking pot shots. Yes. He is the sniper from the side. And this is his time to shine and to grow as that solo host. That's definitely the impression that I get. He does a pretty good job of it, too. As far like, for the outlandish conversations that they have, for the loosey-goosey nature of their format, he does keep things moving about as well as you could uh, imagine, to, And... We, we haven't said this either, but these guys both have a pretty nice and pleasant speaking voice, true voices. Yep. Uh, so overall, I like Jay just fine. Uh, Jay Brody. That is Kevin, the anonymous one. I did not care for only because, and I don't know, maybe it shows my b- bleeding heart, liberal nature, but like, A lot of, like, the misogyny, the racial jokes, like, all that stuff, I just, I can't, it's not funny to me anymore, I just, like, it goes over the top and I can't, it hurts my feelings, you know? What
1: What he's doing is very hard, what Kevin's doing is very hard to do, and it's even harder to do when you take the you out of it.
2: I think that's the exact button that we needed to put on it. There you go. That's about as well as we could put it. Let's move forward. So that's host uh, likability. Let's talk about audio quality. These guys record a good show. Studio setup. I'm sure they're in the same room,
1: right? Well, what I thought was funny is in the very you didn't listen to the first episode. Uh, No, I did not. The first episode is not the quality that the later episodes are. And then obviously later on, it was much like it definitely. He found, improved, yes,
2: or that studio improved, or whatever their whatever. process Maybe was. Maybe they got
1: new mic, different mics, whatever it was. But the audio quality definitely improves. Again, this this whole podcast improves the f- the further it goes, which is exciting. You know what I love? I love it when they do a Canadian accent of another region. Oh, really? When oh, they make man. fun it, of like the, the hicks me. of I Canada? I love it. I love it because it'd be the same thing as as you or I doing a Cajun accent, right? Like. Yeah, our accent's not going to be that great, but we're from Louisiana, so. So, our Cajun accent is going to be better than 99% yeah. of the world.
2: <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So, that's audio quality, host legibility. Let's talk about production values. It, pretty minimal. Uh, music in and out, that's about it. There's really nothing else to it. They don't do, there's not any bumpers or sound effects, were there?
1: No, yes. Yes. There were? Yeah, they do some recordings. Um, they'll do some recordings from like. Um, Maybe it's uh, uh, some news audio or whatever it is. They do drop audio in.
2: But there's not like a – there's not the soundboard. For, there's not yeah, the guy right. it's not the radio making zoo. the it's sound not the effects from Adam Cole. Right.
1: Um, and I think that's probably because you, you, you listen to a lot of the later episodes or a lot of the uh, interviews. Yes. I, I got to tell you, there's a lot of shows that do interviews. But generally, that interview takes up the whole show. That or three-quarters, you know, like five-eighths or something a lot, most of it. Right. Even with the Miss Pat interview, it was a great piece of the show, but it wasn't what that whole show was about. Like, they still do their thing. Well, I, and I think if if the show is going – if their show – if this show is going
2: to continue, if they're, if they're looking to build an audience for them specifically, and look, it looks like they're doing a good job of that already. They're doing it in exactly the right way. They're using those interviews to pull – The fact of the matter is, when we saw it in the email that they had interviewed Adam Carolla, it made it seem more legitimate. When Travis followed up later and said they got a Miss Pat interview, too, I was like, oh, okay, well, let's let's check these guys out. I had looked at them before and had them way off on the back burner, and I was drawn in. Even me, who's listened to a million podcasts, I was drawn in because of the interviews, and then I gave the rest of their show a chance. I think they're going to catch a lot of flies with that particular batch of honey. I, I think they should continue that format.
1: Yeah, no, that I I, I agree. Like earlier uh, in this review, we talk about uh show finding its way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You, you know, people who are just not doing it. It takes a while to learn how to podcast. It takes a while to learn what your show is. And if they did more interviews, it didn't even have to be celebrities, because I think that the more interviews they do, the better they'll be at it. But I think breaking up breaking up the show with a 20-minute interview. They could do how to tap maple syrup. Right? Well, it, it, I would listen to 20 minutes of that and then let them do their thing around it.
2: It makes me think about if we go back to the sick and wrong podcast and a couple of their interviews that were things like the the well, the man with the world's the micro, smallest penis, the micro penis the, or or the um, they had the guy who had started the wingman company, the right. professional wingman company. That was a fascinating interview even though you didn't know the guy's name or had never heard of the thing before, You know, both of those cases. And these guys could do well and even have promotable audience-drawing interviews even though the, the interviewee isn't a marquee name. If it's an interesting concept like that, it's still something that you can promote, especially with social media. I think these guys can and, and will do a good job of that. It's obviously worked to a degree already based on the flood of emails that you and I got on new listeners for them, people who've come to love them recently based on this this new growth and this new direction. I think Travis is uh, probably to be commended for at least a good bit of that growth, don't you think?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I Definitely.
2: All right. So we've pretty much uh, summed this thing up. Uh, let's start wrapping it up. Do you have any particular favorite moments or, or episodes that you want to point to people to? Uh, we talked about the, the Miss Pat interview and the Adam Corolla episode. Mm-hmm. Both of those are good jumping on points, I think, if you want to get a handle for what these guys do. And then you can dig deeper if you enjoy their banter. That would be my suggestion.
1: No, I mean, I already mentioned what uh, what tickles me every time with, with a with a schoolgirl's joy of them doing accents of other part, parts of Canada. Like, every time, it just, just makes me smile, man.
2: Does this make you want to, like, dig dig deeper and find more Canadian uh, comedy
1: podcasts? See if this is, like, a whole new niche for you? Uh, no, I feel like I've listened to a—I mean, I listen to a tremendous amount of Canadian podcasts. Do you really? Probably more than— there's a lot out there. There's a lot out there, well no, I know I know
2: you do you listen to as well many... I guess I
1: mean when of you look at Chris Jericho, I mean, he is Canadian and he does have a podcast. I give that's a very good point. <laughs> do you listen to as many Canadian podcasts
2: as I listen to?
1: Australian or English podcasts?
2: Yes, if you'll give me both. Of I was trying to think of which I listen to more of. I listen to two Australian podcasts, two specific Australian podcasts, and I think I listen to a total
1: of five uh UK podcasts. I probably listen to the same amount of Canadian as you do UK.
2: That's still that's a lot of Canadian shows for a guy from
1: Louisiana. <laughs> that's impressive. And look, if we're honest, okay, if we're honest, okay? You're going to have to lump Smodcast in as a Canadian podcast.
2: Smodcast is absolute. I was counting it as a Canadian yeah. podcast. Okay. Look, if, if if Kevin Smith doesn't end up with a golden statue somewhere north of the border, it'll be a darn shame. And and Scott Mosier, while he has American citizenship as well, will always be a son <laughs> of the true north. Uh <laughs> so, so there you go, my friends. A little bit of a detour there, but those are our thoughts on the Last Gentleman Podcast. Uh, you can find them at thelastgentlemanpodcast.com, dot com, or you can find them on uh, Twitter as well at tlg podcast. I will say, I wish they would change the name. I do too, because they're not gentlemen. That is that is my biggest problem with the podcast. I understand it's ironic, but it's not ironic. It's just a bad. It's just bad.
1: It's just What's bad. hard to um. Ninety nine percent of the people who see the title of your podcast are only going to see the title of your podcast. And so when somebody clicks on it to listen to the last gentleman podcast and that's not what they it's not what they thought that it was, that in itself can just be a turnoff. Even if they would give the show two or three episodes to get into it, just because of that, I feel like listeners are lost.
2: I yeah, yeah yeah, I'm with you 100%. Hey, you know what we ought to do before we wrap this thing up? What's Why that? don't we tell people what our rating is? We rate things here on Pod, we rate shows on Pod on Pod uh with earbuds in. We don't give it stars, we don't give it thumbs up. We talk about earbuds. You can get 0, you can get 1, you can get 2. Josh, what are you going to give the last
1: gentleman? I've taken a lot of fat flack about my rating system and how I rate things. It's cuz it's weird. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first podcast we've come across in how many episodes now? Uh, Like 41. In 40 episodes, that makes me question how I rate things. Because typically, a zero earbud's not bad. It's just I'm ambivalent toward it. It doesn't Mm -hmm. get me excited in any way. A half earbud is a show that I absolutely loathe. One earbud is a show that I'm going to continue to track and follow for whatever reason. One and a half is one that I will suggest to other people and a two I'm listening and preaching the gospel for every episode. I have become invested in this show and I think solely because I've done a show similar and, and, and particularly I want to see how Kevin transitions. I want to see how he uh, evolves. I have a personal investment in it at this point. Don't know who I would suggest it to because there's just so many other podcasts out there currently like it that I'll get to before I ever get to suggesting this one. It's just, there's so many out there like it, it's just further down the list for me. I don't hate it, so it's not a half. It's not a zero. I don't think it is the level at which I have rated some other shows a one. But for all intent and purposes, I'm gonna have to give this show a one. Is it like a one with an asterisk? A one under protest? (laughs) I may not listen for 20 episodes, but I'm going to check in. I got you.
2: I got you. Like, I want to see where it goes. For me, the thing that you and I most agree on is I, I find it hard thinking who I'm going to suggest this show to. It does fall in behind so many others in just about any particular direction that I could think of a potential listener coming to me and going, Hey, what's a podcast for me? I like these things. It obviously is building its audience and it's definitely moving in the right trajectory. So I don't think it's something to dismiss and I don't think it's something to overlook. I didn't hate it as I imagined I was going to when I started. And over the course of the three episodes, I was like, I see where these guys are going. I see why somebody is behind it. I see why people fall into it and they, and they get it. And because of that, I'm going to give it a .5 with, like, a, a upward-facing arrow. Like, I think it has— <laughs> Like, the
1: stock is going to rise. Yeah, like yeah, Like, if this yeah. was a stock, you would buy it now because you're going to buy it's low. You're going to buy low, and, 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 and you're going to have faith that it's going to eventually get there. And I think this show will eventually evolve. It's not there yet. I think it has good things that it's—I think it has a good direction. Yes. And, but this show, could, if it gets stagnant, it will die. I
2: think this show could possibly end up like yours and my first show did, where it hatches into something else entirely. It's not that the show evolves and is whittled down into its perfect form. It's that it it literally... Begats a cousin somehow, you know, or these two guys go their separate way at one point and they both end up in, in different shows that are more precise and honed and better than they ever would it's have been of because of where this comes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go, Pokemon. It's the Pokemon podcast, folks, or could be someday anyway.
1: That's a, that's, that's, I'm going to patent that theory, the Pokemon effect All right. of podcasting.
2: It's the Last Gentleman Podcast. You can find them at thelastgentlemanpodcast.com. Uh, very quickly, we've got a little bit of listener feedback. This is some cool stuff because it is uh, actually in response to our history podcast. We just recently discussed uh, the three great shows, Angry History, uh, the uh, Hardcore History Show with Dan Carlin, and then also also, Stuff You Missed in History class. And Stuff You Missed in History class had some answers for us uh, on Twitter. Uh, this is uh, from, uh, you can find them on on, on Twitter, at Missed in History. Stuff You Missed in History, pod on pod to answer your cue. Um, most of our show, pre-April 2014, has been recorded in the same studio as Stuff You Should Know. Since April, it's still sometimes both of us in that studio, but often it's Holly there and me elsewhere. Each recording... A separate digital file with a good uh, Google Hangout running so that we can see each other and interact. The microphones and recorded formats in both locations are identical, and our producer, Noel, merges the files together by magic. That comes from Tracy.
1: And that's – man, that's the way – several podcasts that do it that way, that's the way to do it.
2: The show that we're going to discuss next week, Hello Internet, does a very similar thing. They've actually got a blog uh, post up about it. You and I were discussing before we started um, this recording tonight. Uh, We'll tell you more about that next week. But it takes more work that way. Don't, Don't doubt it for a minute. But it shows. And as we talked about in that episode, the history episode, Stuff You Missed in History Class, a great recording, even though those two ladies are in separate studios or separate locations. you could never tell. Would never tell. Uh, So that's a little bit of uh, listener feedback there. We've got some more uh, from Nick Varney, but we're going to go ahead and talk about that next week uh, as we're already running a little late. And I want to mention this. Cool thing happened on Facebook last week. So I'm promoting this episode Uh, We're going to be reviewing The Last Gentleman, and I put that out on our Facebook page, and I tagged what I believe to be, I was doing this on my phone, I tagged on Facebook The Last Gentleman's Facebook page. Was not the podcast. It was not the podcast. It was a band called The Last Gentleman from Germany, which blew my mind. Since then, I have discovered there are a million The Last (laughs) Gentlemen. Bands, especially. There's several (laughs) different ones. But these guys are actually really, really great. Uh, I had a great conversation with, and uh, I'm going to do it wrong. Let me go find the... I had a great uh, conversation with Consti Smith. I believe that's right. Let me make sure that's right. No, it was there and it went away. Where are you going? No, Consti McSmith. Consti McSmith and I were uh, messaging back and forth. Uh, They sent us a song off of their album, Pricks and Gents by The Last Gentleman. (laughs) Uh, And uh, uh, the name of this song is called Gravelines, and it is off of that album. You can check them out on Bandcamp, too, uh, by searching The Last Gentleman. Uh, You got anything else to add this week, Josh?
1: Anything else Josh before we wrap up this week's episode? No, I think we I think we did a good job this week. And if you didn't think that we did a good job this week or you think we did a better job? then just good let us know yeah you can reach us at pod
2: on pod at teamprocreate.com. you can find us at pod on you can uh, find us in itunes and stitcher give us uh, ratings and reviews there or pass us on to a friend that's just discovered podcasts we'll help them find their new uh, favorite show just like we did for you until next week i'm joel i'm josh and this has been pod on pod Pod on Pod is a proud member of the Procast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at teamprocreate.com. Dot com. For more great podcasts from the Procast Network, check out Movie Buzzed. Every week, your host, Zach, and some special guests review a new film. It's time for good friends, a great movie, and a good buzz. The Pod on Pod theme song was written and produced by Adam Dale. You can find more information about him on our website. Our musical guest this week is The Last Gentleman.
0: never ask you when and why you live I wait You'll see I called you once I called you twice today But since I heard the message I started to reach I remember a time with cigarette and wine, bloody checks and laughter all the time. I've never been so drunk and clean my at a time. You never ask me to walk with you the line. I remember a time With cigarettes and wine Blood aches And after all the time I've never been so drunk And came in at a time You never asked me to walk with you alone I'm a a man has died after a tragic car crash last night. The 19-year-old lost control of his car after overshooting the curve due to excessive speed. Witnesses called an ambulance, but the driver was pronounced dead on arrival at the hospital. Fortunately, no one else was involved in the accident. Remember time with cigarettes and Chase and left to older time. I've never been so drunk and clean minded at a time. You never ask me to walk with you to line.
2: At first we were worried about using Purple Bricks, but since we sold with them I haven't been able to stop going on about them, have I dear? No, love. I've been telling everyone, family, friends, that confused
1: guy at the supermarket. Yeah,
0: you haven't really shut up about that. But
1: seriously, did I tell you about our Purple Bricks estate agent, Michael? I
0: met him too, he was nice. Oh, we could talk
1: to him whenever. Anything we asked, he could do it.
0: That's enough now,
1: dear. He was brilliant, always available to chat on the phone. Enough, Robert! I could email him any time of the day or night. Purple Bricks. You'll be totally sold. Fixed
0: fee payable on instruction or after 10 months viewing services cost extra. See website for more details. At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. (laughs)